This is the Pipkin and Turnbull Show. It is September 24th, 2020. We have a lot to talk about uh, in today's episode. We got a lot of things going on. We got NBA, NFL, college football. It is all happening, um, and it is good uh sports to be a sports fan once again because we have stuff to talk about so that's the number one thing when you're trying to do a talk show is (laughs) to have stuff to talk about so uh forewarning uh jamie and i have companions always in the background with us uh on my end you may hear a baby on his end you may hear some chihuahuas ignore it and we'll keep moving forward so uh we're excited to uh, talk to you all today. Uh, just sit back, relax. Let's have some conversations. Disagree with us. Love us no matter what. Uh, always agree with Team mm. Pipkin over Team Bull, and you will be <laughs> and you'll be all good shape. Jamie, what's our rundown for today? All right, today we have the NBA. Um, uh, take a look at the final four teams, um, and then we'll preview the LA and Denver game uh, tonight. Then we're gonna look at the SEC football. Um, finally, man, college football is back in full swing. We've got the Big Ten starting next month, but the SEC is back uh, this this weekend, so we're going to take a look at them. Um, and then we're going to, um, how we did it uh, last week, we're going to take a look at the best and worst things we saw um, in sports um, this past weekend. So uh, with that, man, um, what did you think of the Heat and the Boston game last night? Yeah, this whole series has been uh... – very interesting to me uh, because um, I I honestly feel without some second half heroics that we've seen from the three and one now heat that it should almost be reversed. <laughs> you know, the way that the Celtics always seem to open the game, always seem to get up a lead. Um, and then there's always the one guy who's bringing them back and the heat always find an answer. And last night, um, it was the hero himself, uh, Tyler Hero, um, with mm-hmm. a rookie record, 37 points. Uh, that's a heat record in the playoffs, or I think he yes. total maybe for a rookie scoring. Uh, so D, uh, my understanding, it was a total. Yeah, uh, that was D Wade's old record. Uh, and just watching um, some of the things that Hero was doing, um, that is a piece that is desperately needed on this heat team. Um, and he's been consistently doing it throughout these playoffs. Uh, Mm. I, I, I think it's more what's shocking is the Celtics play. I mean, um, just, you know, I, I, I think just based on the statistics box score, um, the story is really weird with this team because like, like last night, once again, you had Boston in the first quarter, they are, they're 31, 28. And then they outscore them again by a huge margin, 29 to 19 in the second quarter. But then you see that second half and that third quarter is where everything turns for them. And so, um, I, I, you know, it, it's so funny that we have Miami and the Denver Nuggets in the same conversation where we have them in the Eastern and Western Conference because I can't figure out, you know, um, <laughs> besides that the 
they are the teams most prepared when they've come into the bubble. The Heat look like they were the most prepared. Denver, the same way. Um, the thing is with Boston, just the talent um, and just the way that they um, start games, not necessarily how they finish, definitely not how they finish them. Um, I, it's very well that you could see Boston bringing this back, but, you know, we've been, you know, besides you, uh, you know, the doubt for the heat have been there, you know? And so, um, I, I, I can't pull, I can't say Boston is definitely out of this yet. Uh, just because of every, all the pieces they have. Um, and, and that's what's shocking to me is that, um, that they can't, keep this going at a full game's pace, you know, meaning the scoring, right? Meaning outscoring the mm-hmm. heat. Because to me, Boston is way, I, I think, have a deeper bench, have um, a more talented starting five, talent-wise. But when you get down to the nitty-gritty of playing and playing to the end of the game, the heat have totally worn out teams because they – yeah. They don't quit playing until the end of the fourth quarter. And that's just to mm. me how great Eric Spolstra is as a coach. Um, yes. Definitely the best coach left standing out of the four teams. Um, this is a very disciplined coach team that will fight until the very end of the fourth quarter. And that's how they may mm. find themselves into the NBA finals. And at this point, I can't, you know, I'm definitely saying the heat will be in. Um, it's not necessarily over, but Eric Spolstra, like kudos to them and the Pat Riley and all of them. But but Eric Spolstra has had this team going uh, besides losing one. And, but the funny thing is, you know, when the Heat lose one game, it's like disaster and everything is about to happen. They're about to lose the series, but they come back and and like, you know, we're at a three one lead. So, yeah. Uh, Jay, uh, my baby, is definitely agreeing uh, or disagreeing with what I'm saying. So, uh, but yeah, those were kind of my initial thoughts uh, uh, when I was looking at this matchup. Yeah, um, the Heat, man. As a Heat fan, I can't be more um, excited right now just um, because of what they're doing this year, but what what they have going for them in the future. It's a young team. You know, and they got some like veterans in there, but I mean, your core is Hero, Nunn, Duncan Robinson, um, Bam. Um, you've got that core there, and um, I don't think this is gonna be like a one-year thing where they're just gonna like shock everybody this year. It's I think this is gonna be a normal for this team going forward. Um, and so I'm just really excited. But yeah, like I would say Boston probably has as of right now the better roster. But they, the Heat, just they don't. They're the like you said, they'll wear you out, and they just keep hitting you, keep hitting you. Like they were missing threes um, last night, which is not normal for them. But they'll just keep doing it, and they'll keep doing it, and they'll keep doing it. And it's part of um, the thing uh, about Miami is there's it's called Heat culture, man, where it's just like team 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 and they are not about eyes they're about the team and their their workout and they're just everything about them is just different and um and i just love it i love uh being a fan of this team because nobody except me um was saying they were going to be there and 
Um, it, it's just a great, it's a great feeling. We haven't felt this since, you know, Braun left. Um, but, um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I don't, Boston's not out of it. Um, I mean, we've seen, we saw Denver come back from being down 3-1. So, um, Boston's definitely not out of it. I could see them winning the next one. Um, but it's just, it's it's really fun uh, just how close Miami is and just how ready they were for this. Um, it's just a great, just it's great to watch and it's just great to be a fan of uh, that team right now. So. Yeah, what I love about what's, happening um what i see kind of happening in denver and the heat um and i you know and, and definitely the heat and and denver have their own stars but not to the level to where i feel like boston or lakers have their stars um yeah you know we're saying great team basketball and i think for me that mm-hmm. excites me to no end when we see team i mean that's yeah. what was exciting about um, whether or not you like it or not me bringing up the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, but that's uh. the reason that I personally loved it. It was team basketball that beat superstar mm. talented teams. Um, yeah. And we've, we're seeing that being played out. And that's the reason you can't, can't rule this heat team out. Um, the closest thing that I can remember this heat team acting like is the uh, Chauncey Billups uh, piston teams. Uh, where you yeah. got uh, Ben Wallace, you know, you got Rick Hamilton, uh, just a solid, mm-hmm. solid team. Um, and team basketball yeah. is is what put them over the top. Um, and, um, you know, the the other thing I'm thinking about is, is Drogic. I've, I've never seen him play this well. Um, yeah. You know, uh, any time for the Heat, and, and maybe it was just the refocused style of play, but he looks like totally totally like worth everything that they paid for him uh a few four or five years ago um and he started yeah, to... we went his first home game with miami we were yes. there yeah we were there uh yeah yeah, yeah they just traded for, for him and we went to that game yeah. but now i mean it's yep. it's he's really starting to come out and show out like like he was worth all that and he's and he's played yeah i mean to me he's been their most consistent player um i i see yes. like I see the heroics each game, but throughout every series, I think he's been most consistent, you know, no matter what they can turn to him. Uh, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy to me is kind of an up and down, but he's always been like that, but he's always just, he's always out hustled everybody. That's why we like Jimmy. Um, yeah. But, you know, Drogic is just, his his offensive presence is, has been what uh, the Heat has needed um, over all these series. So, a uh, great game tonight as well. Uh, we'll definitely be looking at uh, Los Angeles and Denver. Uh, Denver was able to mm-hmm. put up a game uh, and make this a 2-1 series. Um, it can almost be even a 2-2 series if, uh, if, uh, if or actually 2-1 Denver way, um, if AD doesn't hit that shot. So, uh, Denver is very yeah. much in this. Um and is still uh, shocking the league, um, but as as much as I'd like to pick Denver in this series, I still think L.A. Just with it's it's just when the King and AD are on, it's 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 a hard combo to beat, man. It's tough to beat. Yeah, but. yeah, it's uh, Denver, man. They're scrappy. That's one thing I like about them, and I've really enjoyed watching them um, in in these playoffs. Is they're just so scrappy. 
and they're good, and there's it's a good all-around, uh, I almost said football team, basketball team. <laughs> um, <laughs> we talk a lot of football, but no, um, basketball, uh, it's just, I've really, like, I haven't watched a whole bunch of them outside of the playoffs, um, but in, in the playoffs, like, I, I, I remember when uh, the bubble first started, and I was watching um, the Denver, uh, Denver play, and I remember... Uh, talking to a coworker of mine, just like, man, that Denver team's like really good. Like, I, I, I don't know how far they'll go in the playoffs, but they're, they're really good. And now they're, you know, in the conference finals. And it's just, it's really cool just seeing them because LA is the juggernaut, you know, they're, they're the be all when it comes to um, the playoffs this year. Um, and for Denver to just be kind of like standing up to them and, you know, trading it back and forth and getting a win in um the series and uh yeah i mean i'm i'm going to i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to pick denver to to even beat the lakers i'm i'm just i'm throwing my hat in that ring right now cuz i i think they're going to go on a roll and um just they're going to be in the finals i uh, i've i have a really good feeling about them and um it's crazy to even even to say just that they're going to beat la but I'm, I'm, I can see it, man. It's, it's, it's just great. I love, I love it. Yeah. We're having good basketball. I think what's key to them is, is I've, my only fear with Denver is I, I, I think they need some of their other pieces, like a Mike Connolly to start yeah. stepping in there. Um, and, uh, they paid him a lot for, he's not really showing up right now, um, or haven't been in these past couple series. I think they're going to need some more of that than, uh, you know, just, um, you know, the Joker and uh, Murray, you know, uh, you know, having to carry this team forward. Um, they're going to definitely need some help and some of their other bigger pieces to keep moving this team forward to do that. Um, yeah. but this team likes going down three, one, and then coming back and winning it. So they Lakers may win, <laughs> but they may be three, one and yeah. Denver comes straight back and wins another series in game seven. Uh, so yeah, uh, that, it's a big possibility. So, uh, very interesting NBA uh, finals. Uh, nobody could have predicted uh, if if Denver does end up winning and the Heat do up, end up winning uh, that it would be Denver Heat um, in the <laughs> NBA finals. Uh, but that's crazy. Def- definitely, even even just saying the Heat to me is a you know, uh, but team team basketball. That's what's been carrying them forward. Yeah. All right. So moving yeah. on. Uh, NCAA football that's been going on the past couple of weeks, but the best league um, is starting their play uh, this uh, Saturday, uh, which is SEC football. Uh, Real college football is starting uh, this Saturday. Um, You know, we've been uh, seeing uh, some other conferences give us, you know, what they're, uh, look is at, at college football. But this Saturday, we have some great matchups starting. Um, you know, one in particular <laughs> that I'll be looking at um, is the Auburn-Kentucky game. Uh, both ranked teams. Um, Kentucky mm. um, figuring out, you know, who their quarterback. And that's the thing with the SEC. All these teams are figuring out, like, their offense still. Who's their quarterback? Yeah. Um, and so that's what makes the SEC really interesting. There's a lot of unknown variables um, at this point uh, for the SEC. Um, 
you know, uh, as the, the oddest thing is, you know, Matt Jones, the quarterback who will be starting for Alabama, um, with his, with his two games starting is one of the, um, older quarterbacks because all these guys have, this is going to be their first starts, um, on Saturday, um, besides yeah. the, uh, Florida quarterback. And I'm trying to remember his name, uh, but he had a couple games, uh, last week or last season. Um, yeah. another interesting quarterback transfer is, uh, Felipe, Felipe, Felipe Franks, no, I said that wrong, um, is now the quarterback uh, for Arkansas. Uh, used to be the quarterback for Florida. Uh, now has made his transition to Arkansas, so that'll be interesting to see how uh, that uh, pans out. But I'm just excited for Saturday. I am. I. Yes. Uh, I. Uh, I've been loving seeing the little bits of college football um, that we have been seeing. Um, you know, I tuned into some of the Miami Louisville and Louisville's defense. My goodness. (laughs) That was horrible. (laughs) I mean, the Miami players were wide open, but they had nobody covering. Uh, so, uh, uh, so that that's been kind of the biggest matchup so far as Miami Louisville. And, uh, just excited just to see, uh, the other thing that excites me is that each week that it'll just be an all SEC schedule. And I'm like, man, I yeah. wish that was every year, you know, <laughs> all every year just playing SEC schools. I love it. I love it. And so uh, Alabama will be facing Missouri uh, this weekend. Um, Should be an easy win. Well, hey, it's the SEC, man. You never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, It'll be interesting. I, I think um, another interesting matchup just to see where these teams are at um, in the SEC, just schedule wise, um, will be Tennessee and South Carolina. Um, these two teams are always kind of hyped up before the season. Um, and then, you know, we'll actually get to see what they are really like <laughs> when they face yeah. off each other. So I'm excited to see uh, that matchup as well on Saturday. Uh, uh, we heard some news today that Notre Dame will be pass- postponing uh, their game against Wake Forest uh, because of a COVID outbreak. Um, some other news, uh, you know, Jamie, you've kind of mentioned it, but Big Ten football will start in October, but the Pac-12 yes. are still in decision. Sometime this week or even today I've heard, that they will get a definite yes or no from the Pac-12 whether or not they are playing. Um, mm-hmm. My question is, you know, the deadline to trying to get the college football playoff set is December 20th. Um, yeah. And what's going to be difficult is justifying, you know, um, who gets into that, you know, if – because if you start that, if the Big Ten starts so late and they have outbreaks, can they actually finish? And so if if a team like Ohio State doesn't actually finish their schedule, but they're still ranked high, do they get into the playoffs? Like those are the interesting questions that we'll be seeing. If you didn't play your game, does does that count as a loss? When what what does that affect you? You know. And so yeah. Um, Jamie, any any of your thoughts about anything? I know I've been I've been uh, uh, holding up this whole entire conversation so far because nah, I'm so man. excited. 
so excited you're, for this Saturday. You're the SEC guy. My team's in the a- uh, ACC. Um, hey, I talked about but... them. I talked about <laughs> how how did. bad that Louisville defense. It was so <laughs> funny. It was hilariously yeah. bad sometimes. It was really bad. Quick plug. Miami is again on primetime Saturday night <laughs> against the FSU, and we are going to beat them down uh, really bad. But back to the SEC. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm just so excited for college football, just being back in full swing. But um, uh, to, your, to your comment about the Big Ten and will, like, you know, if they don't play all their games and all that, um, I, it's, it's hard because it's, it's not that team's fault. It's it's that it's the conference's fault that they um, started when they did, um, and if they are the best team, I think they should still be able to play in the national championship or um, get a bowl um, bowl bid and all that stuff. Um, but at the same time, if you are if you're a football team that's been going since day one, then you should um, be put into that consideration to make that jump over. Um, these teams that are getting a late start. Um, but it, it, it always just comes down to if you're the best team, you deserve to be where you're at. Um, so it's, it's really hard. And it's going to be interesting once bowl season comes, um, what teams are in and what teams are out and how much the record kind of goes into it. Yeah. Or if we're um, going to have, uh, I haven't, I need to figure out the whole bowl season. I haven't really read too much. Yeah. Into that. I've just read into the, when they plan on picking the college teams, but, but here's where it comes into play. Like if you have a, cause sec is going to be playing 10 games, I believe. Uh, and I think teams are planning on playing 10. I'd have to get a confirmation on that, but my understanding was, um, I can look up a schedule. Um, but my understanding was that it was, uh, 10 games. So if you mm-hmm. have, let's say, um, Ohio State is only able to um, to complete eight games, and then you have mm-hmm. a nine and one SEC team, whether that be Georgia, like Auburn or Alabama, um, mm-hmm. and and those are some of these deciding factors. Like, who yeah. are you putting? Like those those are huge questions to me because I I don't know how you justify that. I guess you would only. You know, you'd look at the matchups, but at the same rate, you know, even if it was post, whatever it looked like, you still are trying to finish your season, you know? Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what's going to be interesting to me uh, because unfortunately I do think we're going to see a lot more postponements um, because, mm-hmm. uh, and I and understandably um, you see, you know, like Notre Dame, they had seven tests positive, but um, I just either that, if they are strict on that deadline, then you're going to have these conversations. Well, this team lost a game, but this team didn't play a game. Like those are the conversations. Like that's, what's going to make this year so difficult if they don't allow time to extend that time. And, and so, you know, people are, you know, from my understanding, it's very hard to move that December date just because you're, you're right up against the NFL playoffs as well. But, yes. Um, yeah. And other and other college factors come into it as well. You know, some people, you know, you've got to look at, um, you know, academic side. It's also hard to um, 
to get teams away, you know, for, for such long yes. periods and things like that. So academically, the academic schedule, it's also hard if you keep extending seasons out. So, yeah. Um, very interesting. It'll be something I'm sure we'll be talking more and more about every week as we see probably more teams postpone and see um, how um, the NCAA and, and the different leagues kind of adjust for that. But meanwhile, um, if, if everything still goes to plan, we will be seeing SEC football this week. Um, some great games, yes. uh, great college football games to be watched uh, this weekend. So, the best and worst things that um, Mr. Turnbull and I saw from this week. So, Jamie, I'm going to let you lead us off with that conversation. Man, all right, I'm starting out with the worst. Uh, Atlanta, that was, how do you lose that game? Like, that that just did not make sense to me, um, especially to the Cowboys. Like, how do you, how do you like, one, how do you lose to the Cowboys? Because, I mean, they're overhyped and um just not a very good football team right now still trying to figure things out uh, under mccarthy um and you know i have different opinions about some of their players but um atlanta just like is this just like this is what they do like they blew the lead in the super bowl and now they blow uh the lead in just a regular season game like like what what does atlanta have to do you know to to be consistent because I just don't see them being consistent with uh, – and they've got the players there. That's just the most frustrating thing is they have a good quarterback. They have probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. They have a good defense. Like It, it just don't make sense to me that they are constantly – they're 0-2 right now, and they should be 1-1. One and one. And it just – it didn't make sense at all. I, I was sitting there watching that game just, just – dumbfounded because how do you lose and then your pat or not pat you you kick the uh onside and you don't even know how to play the ball like it 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 was a frustrating game and i'm not even a fan of that team i could care less but they it's just frustrating that they're so good but so bad all at the same time so that that's my worst from last weekend yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, the the Falcons, you know, just you know, it, it's not un uncommon that we've seen this. We've seen them do this many times with the Falcons team. Yes, um, a team that blew a twenty eight zero lead in the Super Bowl. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like I I don't know like they just they they definitely play the first half, but they don't they don't they as years gone by i don't i've never seen them finish a game well um yeah even when i watch falcons game i never see them finish it well um and i think that's it's almost like you've got to re reset the culture of that team um and 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 the weird thing is they they you know getting to the super bowl and i'm trying to remember their coach's name um and honestly i don't think he's such a bad coach it's just this team doesn't know how to finish in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, um, going back and looking at their box score, I mean, they, you could definitely say they should be two and all right now. Um, yeah. And, uh, and really just with the pieces that they put together, 
Um, like you said, there is no excuse that we can find with this Atlanta team. Um, it's just that they cannot finish well. Um, yeah. And, and all the mistakes from Sunday, um, you know, granted, I've never seen a P like a onside kick look like that before. <laughs> really smart that it all worked out, but still you gotta, you gotta jump on that ball when you're right beside it. I mean, uh, yes, because uh, did you not practice? Yeah. That? I mean, did you not practice? Um, even that? if, yeah, even if it's not crossing the certain, like if you jump on it, it's still yours. So even if it, yes. so uh, you still got to get on that, on that onside and, and, and many other reasons they should have won that game. But, uh, uh, yeah, definitely don't know. Um, it's something correctable. Um, it's it's still the NFC South is still up for grabs. They've just yeah. they've just have to play four quarters. Um, that's that's all I could really say from Atlanta so far is they just they haven't figured out how to finish yet. Um, so <laughs> my worst of the weekend is the team doctor for the chargers. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I just, I don't know how, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but any chance of piercing a lung of one of the NFL quarterbacks, um, should, uh, keep your kind of guard up, you know? And so, yeah. uh, so that whole situation, I feel for Tyrod Taylor, um, so I, I guess the, the, I would say the situation is the worst, you know, because now you've got, uh, Hibbert who, who played actually a really good game against the chiefs. Um, and mm-hmm. who you have said now should be the starter. Um, it's looking like yes. he will start another game. And so distance himself further from, uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor, who, you know, has his ups and down, but it really isn't that bad of a quarterback. Um, He's just, it just always seems that something goes against his favor. And now it's a punctured lung from one of the team doctors. So uh, that's like, yeah, that's one of my worst of the weekends of just seeing, I just don't like, I don't know if I've ever heard of that happening. Like, I don't know, like right before a game and he's in his shoulder and we're like, he has chest pains. Like, why does he have chest pains? Like, I saw with the guard from Philadelphia, and I'm trying to uh, remember his name, he had an anxiety attacks, and he went yes. off the field. And they said the same thing. He had chest pains. So I looked at Tyrod, and I was like, well, I, I never heard of him having this problem before, but he could be having yeah. an anxiety attack, uh, which is, you know, pretty normal. I mean, and yeah. And, but, yeah, I, when I heard that he was stabbed in the lungs with a, with a needle and he had a punctured lung from a doctor, I was like, Oh my goodness. That yeah. is terrible. Um, and there's stuff coming out about this doctor now. Like he's got just a laundry list of just bad things in, in his favor. And it's just like, how is he employed? Like how do the chargers employ this guy? And so, yeah, that was definitely a bad, 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 bad thing this weekend. Yeah, he was dealing and also Tyrod Taylor was dealing with broken ribs. That's why he was getting the yeah. shot. So like on top of that, he's got to deal with a punctured rung and some broken ribs now. Like that mm-hmm. that would be my worst. It's like cuz I've never seen or heard of a story like that. So that's why I would put it on oh. my worst, you know, or you know and um uh yeah. Uh so uh <laughs> I I think 
Yeah, it's kind of like you said, you just got to look at your processes. And if the guy has a laundry list of not being a great doctor, you may want to check in to get yeah. a different one. Anyways, but that was my worst. Uh, Jamie, your best of the weekend. We'll keep it with the Chargers. Um, the Chargers was the best thing I saw this weekend, man. They um, they came to play. Uh, and they took my Chiefs uh, all four quarters and uh, into a fifth one. And it was um, – I was really surprised by them. Um, that's a good young football team right there. Um, they're and they got a good quarterback. Um, they'd be, they'd be dumb to, uh, uh, bench him when Tyrod can come back. Um, I think that's the guy you got to go with. Um, and you know, I understand where the Chargers are coming from. Like they wanted, uh, Justin to have a year to just kind of sit and learn, but he went up against the defending Super Bowl champions and threw two touchdowns and ran for one. Or he threw a touchdown and ran for one. E- either way, he had a good game. Um couple quarterback or couple couple rookie mistakes, like that pick where he was throwing across his body, um, that you know, that, that could be corrected. Um and you can, you know, definitely coach that. Um, but man, on defense, like that that defensive front for the Chargers, I think is probably one of the best um in the uh nfl um period um it they they kept mahomes just like and mahomes eventually learned and he you know took the throws he could take and he he ran when he had to run and instead of sitting in the pocket um just waiting to get hit but um that chargers team man uh that's a team i i could see them um i mean i I don't know if the Chiefs can beat him again. That that's the thing, but I can definitely see him um, making the playoffs. Maybe not winning the division yet, but um, I, I def that's a playoff team for sure. I, I really enjoyed watching them play um, this this w- last weekend, and I'll definitely be tuning in to more games of theirs. You know, as long as they can stay stay healthy and uh, stay uh, competitive, like that's that's a good football team in LA. Definitely a good football team. Yeah, yeah. The best thing I I saw from um, this week, um, it, it was I had a lot of toss ups. I was thinking Tyler Hero definitely was in there, um, mm-hmm. uh, but I got to go with Russell Wilson. Uh, yep. You know, uh, definitely so far uh, MVP season would be named the MVP. He kind of started last year like this as being the MVP of the league. Um, but I just I I just gotta keep giving kudos to Russell Wilson because of just his leadership, um, his consistency um, at Seattle. He is definitely the reason why um, they continue to be great um, and probably definitely will win their division uh, because of him. Um, played phenomenal against uh, the New England Patriots. Um, also shout out to Cam. I also thought about mentioning Cam. Um, he's yeah. definitely proven that he's he's definitely coming back. I mean, he his his arm mm. looks great. Um, you know, what, what's funny is uh, you know watching the New England receivers. Um, he he dots it in there. They don't get much yards after catch, but they they, they put the ball right where he throws it. You know, so that was yep. that's always funny to watch uh, with a New England. But he's been, you know, running with his legs and maybe with the pieces that they had um, with a good offensive line, the way that they've playing for Cam um, has has been good to see. But, yeah, just Russell Wilson. I, I think he 
um, is always underrated. I know on, on our show, we I've always loved Russell Wilson, the way he plays the game. Um, but overall, since I think we always underplay just how valuable and just how great Russell Wilson is, and especially to a Seattle Seahawks organization where um, he consistently keeps them at a high level of play. Um, where we've yeah. seen um, the struggles with the defense last year and the defense kind of rebuilding itself with Jamal Adams playing great, a great accus- acquisition from the uh, New York Jets. Uh, but overall, yeah. just Russell Wilson leading this team um, and the way that he, he played against New England and the way he continues to play definitely was the best thing I saw this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, Atlanta and Chargers are basically all I've got. Um, one thing I would like to talk to before uh, talk about before we get off is uh, the injuries. Um, that was uh, definitely a bad. Um, I I've, I don't know if I've ever seen an NFL week in with that many injuries. The 49ers are decimated with injuries. I haven't heard anything else uh, on Garoppolo, um, but Bosa being out um, for the season now, and that's that's crazy. Saquon. Uh, for the Giants, he's out um, with an ACL now. And it's just like, uh, what? I mean, why did we have that many injuries in one day? Like, it just, I mean, was it the lack of preseason, the lack of off, uh, off-season workouts? Like, you know, I just, I, I just, that that's a really bad problem to have um in the nfl and is i just can't figure out a reason for it i guess i mean i'll give you the reason uh 2020 (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh, um, i I think you can attribute it to a lot of things uh but 2020 you just just i attribute it to that uh (laughs) this whole whole sports everything everything about life is weird so to see injuries like this, you know, just going into it was expected. Uh, you know, it's the MetLife Stadium. I, I mean, sure, there may be aspects to that, uh, but we had seen other games being played on it, not see the injuries that they saw. Um, so I, I don't know. And then I don't know if you can exactly blame the field at MetLife for those. Um, but I, But I do think, you know, I think the whole off season for players was was weird uh, because it was difficult. I, I wouldn't. I, I think seeing some of the superstars is a little bit strange because they always have access to anything. <laughs> but some of these yeah. players that don't have that kind type of status, it was hard for them to find a gym that they could go to. You know, yeah. uh, in some of this off season, I, I do think it makes a difference. You know, um, when you suddenly just start playing, you know, where yeah. you had a preseason before where you got some intensity, you know, to your body for your body to maybe start getting used to it. But I mean, it sounds like to me that it's almost, you know, I, the NFL and the players, I don't think wanted to see a preseason. I don't know, but it seems like the fans and players are like, well, we see the need for preseason. So let's bring preseason yeah. back at least, you know, I've always been a fan of maybe two to three games of preseason. I don't see the need for four. Um, so, yeah. but I, I think having some sort of uh, preseason um, is always valid um, because I think it also prepares your body 
and it's because the hits are always going to be different in game. Uh, what you face in game is always going to be different than what you can replicate in practice. Um, but yeah. it's just, it, you know, I just go back to you have years like this where it seems like a lot of the superstars in the league are getting injured. Um, and 2020 just seems to be one of those years, you know, yeah, um, where you see a lot of a lot of stars are hampered with knee problems and things like that. So, um, yeah, uh, I, 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 I do think offseason, you know, intensity does play, you know, uh, into this a little bit, um, the, the conditioning factors and all that. So, um, yeah, that'd be, you know, my only thoughts to that. So, um, okay. but yeah, um, you know, looking into, to wrap up, uh, very exciting, uh, schedule set up again for this weekend. Um, the marquee game for this week will be Monday night with the Chiefs going against Baltimore. So it'll be Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. And I'm yeah. super excited for this matchup. Um, I know as a Chiefs fan for you, <laughs> it must be nerve wracking <laughs> or just uh, yeah. going into Monday. But I'm I'm extremely excited. I, I think this matchup, like I've always said, one of my favorite games that I've ever watched was that L.A. Chiefs, Chiefs game where L.A. eventually won. But this kind of mm. has that same feel, that same kind of build up to it, um, where the teams yeah. are very, I feel very equal, um, and and just could be a toss up either way. I think, I don't think you'll see a Chiefs team that seemed a little sleepy, <laughs> yeah. three quarters of the game. Um, I, <laughs> I, you know, I would love to see a shootout. That, to be honest with you, I know, I know we love seeing some defense and stuff like that, <laughs> but I want to see a, a shootout, man. I, I. I want to see, you know, Mahomes like throwing it deep to Tyreek a couple times, Lamar going out rushing for 40 yards here and there every once in a while. Like, yeah. I want to see all that. Like I this this and to be honest with you, I I'm picking the Chiefs, um but it's such a big toss up for me. Um uh just because the defense for Baltimore has been playing really well. Um the rushing game for Baltimore um uh, ha, you know, with Dobbins and Mark Ingram have been playing well um, on top of the threat of Lamar. So this is yeah. these two teams, um, these defenses has have a lot. You can't you can't leave one thing uncovered, you know, with with no. layer as the running back and Mahomes will take what he can get, um, but he can also beat you with Tyree kill. Um, this is, um, you know, um, a toss up for me. And so what do I always do when there's a toss-up, Jamie? What do I always do? What, <laughs> what do you got? No, you pick the quarterback, remember? Oh, you right, 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 You pick the best quarterback. Right. And the best quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. And so that is why I'm going with the Chiefs because uh, it's neck and neck. And who do you go with? I go with Patrick Mahomes. Any yeah. thoughts? Um, I've actually – I picked uh, the Chiefs to lose um, Monday. Um, I, I just have a feeling um, – like the the Chiefs always play the Ravens really well um, and play them really tough. Um, we're we're two and zero against them, um, but I just have a feeling, man, that we're gonna play twice this year and uh, the Ravens are gonna win one of them. So and I I, I think this is gonna be that one that they win. Um, but I think it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna come down to the wire kind of thing, and um, I think the Ravens will just have the ball last. 
and uh, they're going to squeak out a win like that. But, man, I'm just ready for some good football this weekend. Like, yeah, we got gonna be football, good. football overload, and we got, you know, yes. NBA overload. Uh, so mm-hmm. a lot of things going on, man. But, yeah, Monday night game, I'm so pumped for it. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, Uh, This is this is definitely the matchup we definitely have been waiting for. Um, So, yeah, so uh, that will end our show today. Um, You know, next week we'll be once again checking out what's happening around the leagues, seeing if the heat can pull it off and be in the conference finals. Same thing with L.A., but uh, very awesome week weekend ahead. Definitely at least get some recording. Plan out your Saturday. Uh, Definitely some great games to be watched. All right, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your week.